Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Live from Gloriole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome man. This is episode 643 of Cognitive Dissonance, and we are... Not doing YouTube this week. I was under the weather no. on our normal record date. So we are we are recording late on a Friday night because I was not up to it on Thursday. So this is a talkie only. <laughs> kind of feels like a silent film era when we don't do like video now. I know, right? It feels so different. But uh, but yeah, we, we have to... We, uh, last time we said that though... Ian animated it. So I don't know if he'll have enough <laughs> strength really? to do that. He did. He animated right, it. Ian, so I, I demand that you animate this. I don't know if he's going to get it to it. You know, it's funny because when you want him to do something, he won't do it. But if he right. does something, I like, he's like, fuck it. If he finds it on his own, yeah. then yes, he'll do that, it. So we'll see. That is actually like, that. that is, I think, Ian's entire job description is, we'll do what he wants if he feels like it. If he feels like it, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Tom, before we get started, I wanted to talk to you about um, Cheney losing. You know, it's yeah. funny. We're yeah, this last week on in Wyoming, um, the lady who's the uh, election denier, she wound up winning like by a wide Landslide. margin yeah. Yeah. over uh, Liz Cheney, yeah. and so now we're at this place where you kind of feel weird that a Cheney lost. Right. And you kind of feel like, I don't know, that doesn't seem right. Then there's the other piece too that I really want to talk about is that she hinted at a presidential run. Yeah. And I very, 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 very much hope it's an independent run. Oh, you think? See, I hope it's a Republican run. I Yeah, Republican run, she won't, she won't, I don't think she'll draw more than Trump. I, I don't know that she will, but she might split the vote. I think she might cause damage. She's so credible in the anti-Trump space. That, yeah, I don't want cost damage enough for her, her to be the the nominee. <clears throat> I don't I don't know if it's enough for her to be the nominee, but I think it could be enough to leave if Trump becomes the general election candidate. I think it would be enough damage done throughout the course of the primary to just destroy See, turnout. Here's what I know about Cheney's. They are fucking assholes. Yeah. So I would not put it past her to create uh, an independent group and just run against Trump. To just like pull Trump, votes, straight pull votes. To just be like, I'm going to be the the rights uh, independent. I'm going to be the center-right oh. candidate. So vote for me. I'm the center-right candidate. And suck up all those center-right votes oh, that, would be awesome. that are currently voting for him. That would be awesome. That would be like a shotgun blast to the face, you know? 
And that's what they're known for. They are known (laughs) for a shotgun blast to the face. Absolutely. Oh, man. They could call it the, you know, the locked and loaded party. Yeah. Oh, they should. Yes. Yeah. They should they should do some sort of play on that. You know what I mean? Like oh, a, it would be fucking amazing. I you know like the when 410 I four ten party when, <laughs> when I when I saw the the big moose party since she's from Iowa. Yeah, big moose. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that she like and it was pretty like there was no polling that indicated she wasn't going to lose. No, All she the wasn't going to. And there was yeah. I, I was a little interested to see the race because polling has been off so yes. bad, but the polling there was fucking spot it on. It was. It, it was. And like, I was like, part of me was disappointed, right? Because like, here's a can't, here's like one of only a handful of people who voted to impeach yeah. who's been yeah. on her side speaking some truth to power here. I don't like Liz Cheney, but to see her lose tells you something bad about the people voting. It really Except does, man. that they're in Wyoming. And you have to temper all of this. And I and I, I realize you have to temper all this with like, it's not a real state. It's the least populated state in America. Nobody's there, man. It's like fucking empty. It's absolutely, yeah. it's an you empty know, state. It's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, way to look at it because it makes you wonder what happens in let's just say Texas. Yeah, right. What happens in, you know, and I'm trying to think of these states that are kind of purple or like maybe could be purple. You're talking like North Carolina. What happens in North Carolina? Right. Yeah. What happens in these states that are, you know, that, that last time we're on the brink. Yep. What happens in Arizona? What happens in, you know, who knows? I think if she was in a state that had a city of any size, she would have done so much better. Wyoming, the Democrat isn't even going to run against whoever's no, up there. Yeah, right. There's not even they're not even going to put a Democrat against them. If they do, it's like it's 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 just for show. It's not for anything else. They're not dropping any funding behind this. So it's just a Democrat for show at best. So the Democrats don't have anyone to vote for. But the Democrats don't live up there. Yeah, right. No, they don't. Look, I just looked it up out of curiosity. the 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 largest city in Wyoming is Cheyenne, Wyoming. Take a guess how many people? Uh, 260,000. 64,000. Shut the fuck up, Nobody Tom. lives in Wyoming, man. Shut the man. fuck up. 64,000? Are you serious? Dude, I'm dead serious. 64,000 64, people? Yes. That's not even a Bears game, Dude, man. Not, I know. I know. There's nobody there. That's why it's sort of like, yes, she lost, but I mean- she didn't like like if like nobody's there to vote. It's it's a yeah. it's a state that like has no meaningful like educated electorate. It just doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. it's a bunch of fucking rural farm folk. That's who's out there. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's like it's not. I I don't want it to f- be rep. I don't want to. I don't want to acknowledge that it might be representative of how America sure. feels. And I guess sure. like I look at Wyoming and I'm like, how can it be? They don't have a city. 64,000 yeah. is half the size of a decent sized suburb out here. Yeah, it's it's tiny. It's nothing. There is there are at least 10 cities around me that are bigger than yes, that. Yes, right. Yeah, I know. That's the thing is like I live in a su- I live in a suburb that is as far west as you can go from Chicago. If you go any further west, and it's not an exaggeration, no more it's just corn. It's not a suburb. 
Yeah. The, you fall off the edge of the world. It's it, There's nothing. If I go west of my driveway, earth stops spinning. There's nothing there. Yeah. It's here there be <laughs> monsters. And my town has 200,000 people. Yeah. The town immediately adjacent is 147,000 people. Yeah. 64,000. That's their big city, dude. Yeah, and you're and you're 40 miles out of Chicago. Yeah, you're 40 miles 40 out of Chicago. 40 miles, too. yeah. Do you remember when we were up in Michigan and we were at my uncle's land and we were shooting and there was that guy yeah. who's like, oh, I don't like going into the big city of Grand Rapids. And you're like, the big city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Nobody outside of Michigan knows about Grand Rapids. That's not a big There's city. There's two exits on the expressway. <laughs> you know, the, Grand Rapids has 200,000 people. Does it really? Yeah, man. To put to put sixty four thousand people in perspective, Cecil, Grand Rapids, wow, Michigan, which nobody that's outside of Michigan has ever heard of, and why would you? That's two hundred thousand people, man. That's Jesus, three dude. and a change times bigger than the biggest city in Wyoming. I I, I recognize your I and I and I think you're probably right. I just hope that this isn't the turning of know. the Republican Party to become the party. Because, like, what are you happy about? I saw the gloat the next day, the gloating on the on on social media the next day, and it was all about like that shows you when you know Republicans are rhinos or whatever. And you're thinking, no, like this person literally just said you you can't you can't do these things. You don't just control what's law and what isn't. Right. Yeah. And and and. And they're getting thrown outside of this this party. You're like, how do you? Because because really, all you are, all you can be, is the party of, um, it's like trolling. It's like the party of hurting someone else or trying to like like say ha ha, you know that kind of thing. That's really all it is. Yeah. There's no like genuinely, and I mean this. What does the MAGA crowd stand for, yeah. policy wise? What are you about? What are your ideals? What matters to you? Like what mode is nothing. It's it, like you guys, you want it. It is a desire to rally around a mean spirited bully because You're right. you have been yeah. bullied and you want to now be the bully because you feel for the first time in your life that your enormous privilege and power is beginning to erode and that frightens you. And this guy is willing to carry your fucking banner. You know, I, I, I think about the two sides. I think about the Democrats and I think about the Republicans. When I think about the Republicans, I think it is literally only ever about a cult of personality. It's never yeah. about the, the, the issues because the issues are all sort of monolithic. Don't do anything, right? Stop something mm -hmm. from happening is conservatism. So it's like, stop it from happening. Okay, that's anybody can do that. America, now it's just let deciding, it work itself out in payroll. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> deciding which person you want to be your figurehead. But on the other side, there really is a difference between Bernie's policies and Biden's policies right. and even Swalwell's policies. You know what I mean? Like everybody on that stage had a different perspective and a different set of priorities and a different idea of how they wanted America to move forward. And when I think about the others, I literally never think that I'm always just like, yeah, it's just going to be like a popularity. Yeah. Contest. Well, because the right has done a really good job of being monolithic. They, they really have. do. Well, like they easy. don't have any, cause it's easy. Yeah. They don't have any substantive policy yeah. differences. That's just a matter of like, which fucking skin? It's like when you play a video game and it's all the same yeah. character, but you can fucking wear different clothes. 
Yeah, you can buy in different skin, like a DLC. Yeah, they just right. have DLC content. Yeah. I feel like the entire Republican clown car is just because we've watched these debates now for years. And you walk out and you're like, well, you might make fun of somebody for being bad at debating or like forgetting which fucking departments he's going to eliminate and writing shit down on your hand or like whatever other just wildly anti-intellectual dumbass bullshit they've done over the years. So like, yeah. and that's all fair, but at the end of the day, they're all the same guy. They're a hundred percent all the right. same guy. And you can't say that as much. Like you can't say like Liz Warren is substantively the same as Joe Biden, who is substantively the same as no, Marion no. Williamson, all, who, you know, like they name all had any different ideas. They're all really different. They all had, they all had different ideas too on how they wanted to move forward. They all had very different ideas. So it's just different. You're right. It's just different. Dr. Rumix says the sick people are getting worse and we're running out of time. So this story comes from Ars Technica. This is a fucking bit of good news. Loathsome anti-vax group run by RFK Jr. gets metapermaban. Finally. The permaban says it came with their... Er, this group is saying that the ban came without warning. Meta's like, no, man. Like, you violated our shit so many times it's fucking ridiculous, and this one straw is too much. What's wonderful about this is, like, RFK and CHD, they are, like, one of the big 12 promoters of anti-vax yes. disinformation. Yes. Yeah. And that's great. And what? And this is on the heels of now polio starting to make a oh comeback God, no. in New York City. They're finding it in, in places in New York City, which is something that they hadn't in forever. And it's because of herd immunity protecting people for so long and they just don't think it's yep. a threat. And the same thing happens with, same thing happened with COVID, same thing happened with literally measles, with all these vaccinations that we had that, you know, these people just hand waved away and then actively pursued other people trying to convince them not to take these vaccines, all the different vaccines. Hell, the, there's kids in my family, like in my in my extended family that are unvaccinated. And the, aunt, the, the comments are, well, they're all healthy. And you say, yeah, they're all healthy because of herd immunity. They're, they are benefiting off the backs of everyone else who's gotten vaccinated. They don't, they don't naturally have fucking immunity to any of this stuff. And if that stuff were introduced into anywhere around them, they would be fucked, but they're lucky because they live in a country where most people aren't schmucks and get a fucking vaccine. Yeah, and it's also like, hey, yeah, dumb dumb. Most people are healthy until they're not. Yeah, right. You know exactly. Like we're yeah. recording on a Friday because I was not feeling well on Thursday, but I felt fucking fine on Wednesday. That's how that works. Like yeah, they, like everybody is healthy. Until they're not, or almost everybody, right? There are some yeah. people I know who have chronic sh shit going on. But, like, that is, a, that is a goofy, foolish way to think about it. And the thing is that, like, an attack on vaccination categorically does this sort of broad, sweeping, generational damage. If it was just a an attack on one specific type of vaccine technologically or one specific vaccine in particular because of an ingredient somebody had a weird opposition to. But the thing is that it's not. And this anti-vax mindset 
it conflates a lot of that stuff. It combines a lot of that stuff. But at the end of the day, it casts aspersion on the idea of the value of vaccination itself. And there is nothing more. There's no better tool in our right. Uh, right. medical toolbox than the tool that doesn't get you sick. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. there are some there. are We've got we've got a lot of great tools if you get sick, but none of them are as good as what if you just don't get sick? Yeah. That's just always better. Yeah. And this, and these things are dangerous. Like this is, these are dangerous disease. They don't just make vaccines willy nilly for no reason. The problem is, is that they don't seem dangerous because you haven't had to experience them right. or the effects are more mild because they're not getting revved up and everybody's getting yep. it. But yeah, you could fucking, you could still be seriously fucked up by a lot of stuff and polio. Holy shit. Dude, I, are we seriously talking about that right now? Polio, the thing we should have eradicated from the face of the earth because we had it on the ropes. Dude, we, I, we were, we have, I really thought that we were going to see the second disease, the second human disease destroyed in our lifetime, right? We, we, smallpox was eradicated entirely. There is no smallpox yeah. because of vaccination. And I thought polio, I thought we were so close. We were, yeah. we were like, so close to eradicating wild smallpox. And now not only is it not eradicated, but it's here in the States. And I, and the only reason I say, and here in the States as if that's something is because up until very recently, polio had been confined only to some fairly rural and difficult to reach and harder to educate and harder to, um, like poorer regions of the world, more rural regions of the world. In by and large, so they, we're talking about like eradicating polio in like remote corners of Afghanistan, yeah. And that it has spread into the more developed world tells you that like the problem of sort of releasing the pressure off of the vaccine, like bulwark, is that it, it like there's nothing that prevents this shit. There's no other. This these are scourges, man. They're fucking scourges. And now we got to worry about that shit. And like now monkeypox yeah, is not nothing, right? It's it's not yeah. like it's not COVID, but there's tens of thousands of cases now in the United States of monkeypox. Yeah. And like yeah. we're looking yeah. around. It's like, all right, well, that genie's out of the fucking lamp too. And that's going to get yeah. real hard. I, I was listening to something the other day. It's, it, that's going to take probably a few years if we can to squeeze that genie back into the lamp. And if, if we do it, we'll do it through vaccination. It, we will not do it because we will just treat people that get monkeypox. That won't stop yeah. the spread. The right. only because way to stop it is vaccination. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that they are taking these people off oh, because they are just misinformation machines and they lie and lie and lie and there feels like forever that there's no repercussions, that they can just do and say whatever they want we these these companies need to take control of this more readily yes man i realize i realize that sometimes this can this can swing the wrong way this happens to us all the time especially on youtube when we talk about uh you know vaccination for instance right. like i we probably won't release this portion as its own story because It'll it's almost certain to get us a strike yeah. it's almost certain to get us a strike right. even though we are vociferously saying no you should not fucking let these people back onto facebook 
Vaccines save lives. People should get vaccines, even though we say all the things that are, you know, 100% CDC backed. I even sent a message to YouTube once. It was like, I never say anything that disagrees with the CDC. People should get vaccines. I've never said anything different. They still said, sorry, we reviewed your stuff and we disagree. Yeah. I know this may be saddened to you, but you get a strike for it. Yeah, and it's like, you also want to be like, all right, YouTube, you don't actually review anything. Nobody like, listened to it. I don't actually it. believe yeah. that you've listened to anything. Nobody did. But, I, you know, we've got to take the bullhorn from these guys. We have to take the fucking bullhorn from these fuckers. They don't deserve it. And it sucks because every single time, you know, it's either too much or too little. And Facebook always airs on the side of too little. And this is not a too much case at all. No. This is no. not a too much case. This is letting this stuff run for years. Yeah. And those other 11 probably still on. I know, man. I know. But uh, this does give me hope that those fuckers will be taken down. We're running out of time and we still have to find a way out of this mess. Sister, it comes to the New York Times, and this is also, this is a spot of genuinely good news. And I thought it would it make sense to kind of go through some of the provisions that are in the new climate and health bill. So the climate and health bill, which nobody thought was going to pass. Nobody yeah. thought yeah. this was going to pass. And at the very last minute, Mansion and Cinema both signed on and agreed to it. And it has passed. It has passed, and it is signed into law by President Biden on Tuesday. So it is a substantial trillion-plus-dollar piece of legislation. It is a huge piece of legislation. It involves basically a, a round of spending and tax cuts and savings and new revenue aimed at— um, now, they're calling it inflation reduction, but a huge parts of this are, are about health care and the climate. I, wanna, I wanted to say, too, you know, this is one of those things that, like, while cinema did sign on, she and uh, they wound up knocking some of the bigger things out of this. Yeah. That when this initially was supposed to go through, this was going to be a lot more wide ranging, a lot, it covered a lot more things like, you know, childcare and yes. plenty of other a lot stuff. Of social that safety fucking stuff. Eaten out of this bill by a, a lot of shitty Democrats, yep. a lot of shitty Democrats, because that's who was arguing over this. It's not this is not a Republican thing, right? This is the Democrats who were arguing over whether or not they were going to provide social safety nets to American people. Absolutely, so we, we have to cast that blame on the Democrats who fucking cut this apart with a scalpel and finally agreed to a much smaller bill a much less much less impact bill than was originally proposed. And I think we have to say that even though they did finally come to the table, they came to the table with a knife to cut a bunch of shit out they of it. They did. This. And like to, to, to name names, the majority of the cuts, the, and not a small majority, but the vast majority of these cuts came from two fucking people. That's that's the vast majority yeah. of the yeah. of and that's the, we are hostage when we when you have a my a majority that is this fucking slim, you are held hostage to the whims of fucking narcissistic psychopaths, and yeah, I, I think that there's a truth to that. I think guys and gals like Cinema and Mansion like they're in this in part because this is the time they get to flex the big muscle. They get to be yeah. fucking because otherwise, how fucking important was Joe Manchin, Cecil, before, right. before? we got a I never fucking heard of Joe Manchin never in my fucking life. 
Never heard. Of. The only reason I knew Kristen Cinema was because she won like a runoff. Yeah, I yeah, Kristen Cinema was exciting for a hot minute because she used to be a Green Party candidate, and now she's become this crazy like center right fucking Democrat. Like she's yeah. she's awful. She's come like, but she was actually kind of she was she was openly bisexual or openly lesbian. I don't remember which. She was a Green Party candidate. Like she yeah. was actually fairly progressive. But I think I think Kristen Cinema is very much in it for the attention. And I think Joe Manchin yeah. is very much in it for the fucking ad adoration. And like, I think he wants to be the guy who's like, let me be the guy and run it past old Joe Manchin. Cause these people yeah. were fucking nobody. If we had 52 seats, they'd be nobody. Yeah. And if you had 52 seats that were all like that level of progressive, absolutely. Yeah, Cause you got 48. Like that, like yeah. we have two complete shitheads. We had the votes yeah. for the bigger, we had 48 out of 50 votes for the bigger bill, for the bill yeah. with all yeah. the fucking social safety net shit in it. They, they had 48 votes for it. They, they, yeah. we got this bill, which is good, but it's yeah. not but great. It's, it's not what it was. It's not what it was, yeah. man. You know, so I'm totally there with you, but like, this is like not a reason to be like, well, you know. I guess nothing works. Like there, no, you, oh, you yeah. need more. You're absolutely right. We need more yeah. Democrats. You need a majority that's so large that you take Joe Manchin and say, "Go be a fucking Republican." We don't give a shit. Yeah. But this also shows you that stuff can get done even with shit. Yes. Right. This is this is the other thing too. Is like like this is this is not take your ball and go home. This is not vote third party. And look, I want to encourage people. This is something I was I wanted to talk about for a while. There's all these people who think you should be voting third party. I will tell you this. I would happily see a third, fourth, and fifth party in the United States. But you got to start it small and it's got to grow. You can't just expect a third party just to fucking pop into existence on a presidential run no. and garner enough votes to matter. It's got to grow from a grassroots state and, and city and local level and grow and grow and grow and grow across the country so that people are voting in state elections for different types of governors, for different types yes. of sen state senators. And there and there's a multitude of them on multiple ballots across the country doing things in their states so people recognize that that's a viable option for the time when they finally make that jump into, president, into the president. You can't just will it because you want it to happen. Right. You got to make it happen and you got to make it happen on a state yep. level. I wholeheartedly encourage anyone who wants a third fucking or a fourth party or a fifth party, go out there and start making it happen because it can happen, but it can't just make itself into existence on a presidential, like four months before a presidential election, because you're literally just stealing votes from one yeah, man, side. And that's all you're yes. doing. And the way to, the way to start a viable third party is I think structurally, you've got to do a couple of things. You've got to get third party credibility at the local level before you shoot yeah. up to the national level. That's exactly your point. And then I also think we have to push really fucking hard for some form of ranked choice voting. Ranked choice. As long Absolutely. as we it's have choice. anything other than ranked choice voting, the two big dogs in the room will outcompete any third dog. Yep. Every single it, time. It Every just, single it just time. numerically is never going to happen otherwise. So... You've got, we've got to do But you can change a lot on a state level, Tom. You could change a lot on it. Look at fucking ranked choice voting occurs in different places across the country. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Ranked choice voting is the only way that we will ever see real progressive candidates forming a real progressive party. It's yeah. it. Like, I, I, I can't see. And the way to get there, the way to get there is to keep putting more Democrats in power. Because yeah. the most progressive big dog in the room, now, granted, they're not as progressive as you and I would like, but the most progressive big dog in the room who are the only people that are going to win in these big national elections are Democrats. Like, this is, yeah. like, you've got to play the game because the other side is playing the game. And that's why well, we don't have abortion, get, in it, you know, in half this right. country. But if you started to work on a third party system and you started to get more and more of those people in power and you convinced, you know, because you're going to have to get that third party to be pretty powerful in your state before you're going to be able to do a ranked choice system. But yes. Alaska and Maine in the presidential, in the presidential race have ranked choice voting in the presidential race. Yeah. This is not in, this is not, they decided on this and they can decide on this in a state. So if it can become Although, you know, sure. Are you going to get it in some states? Probably not. But if you get it, start getting in more and more and more and more states, there's a way better chance that the third party candidate can make Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So let's look, let's talk about what this bill does do, because it's, it's pretty, parts of this are great. Yeah, I think it's great. Some of it's great. So $490 billion in what they call spending and tax cuts. This includes Affordable Care Act subsidies, Medicare prescription drug benefit, including a $35 cap on co-payments for insulin. Clean electricity, there are tax credits, a ton of really great tax credits that should spur a lot of clean energy, including wind, solar, geothermal, advanced nuclear, um, extending existing tax credits for wind and solar power, tax credit for existing nuclear reactors, prevent them from closing, extending the energy tax credit through 2024, clean energy rebates and grants for residential buildings. That's like at the ground level. That's stuff like, hey, if you want to put solar panels on your roof, there will be tax credits to do that. And that is so great. It is such an awesome incentive yep. for people. People will follow this and people will do this and people will word of mouth this stuff to you. I had about like one of the people at my work, they did this and they had, cannot stop talking about how fucking awesome the solar panels on their house are. They talk about it all the time. They talk about the money they got. They talk about, you know, how you could easily do this on your, they talk about it constantly, man. It's It's awesome word of mouth and it winds up, people wind up, when they start saving that money, they, they never look back. They think it's awesome. Yeah, I can't. I actually can't wait. When when we move to our new house, we've talked about it. Like, I'm, solar panels are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hire a contractor or get in touch with a contractor as soon or even before we move in. Like, I want yeah. because I already and that's the other thing is like, they this also includes tax credits and rebates to buy an electric car. So if you can get solar panels on your roof and you can get an electric car. You can drive for free with no impact, like virtually zero yeah, carbon no impact. It's so good, man. It's so like good. how yeah. great is that? Yeah, there's manufacturing uh, items in here for clean manufacturing incentives um, for clean manufacturing technology here in the U.S. rather than uh, getting that stuff abroad. Reducing emissions from energy intensive industries such as concrete production, which produces an enormous amount of CO2 yeah. gas. Sure. Then there's green energy credits for individuals. We just talked about that. There's clean fuel and vehicle incentives. Air pollution is addressed. Conservation, rural development, transportation. There's other climate spending, which I think is great, including drought resilience, weather and climate resilience, um, zero emission USPS trucks. Like that's, they drive around a that's fucking awesome. lot, man. They do, man. That's awesome. 
So there's there's a lot of really, I mean, to go through it all would take like half the show, but I want to bop it down takes, a little yeah. bit too to the savings and new revenue, which is $764 billion. We're talking about shit like a 15% corporate minimum tax. That's now part yeah. of our world, guys. IRS enforcement, protected net revenue raised from $80 billion in compliance and enforcement funding. We've talked about this on the show. The IRS is letting money go because they do not have the resources necessary to pursue tax frauds. And we're not talking about like little fucking Joe Sixpack tax frauds. Yeah, There's no money they're there. They're talking about big fraud. Yep. Um, healthcare repeal regulation on prescription drug rebates. Drug price negotiation. Guys, this is huge. This one blew me away. This one blew me away, Tom. Drug price negotiation. Yep. Medicare negotiation on prices for certain drugs. I just, I mean, like, like they're going to save that much money. Well, that's actually, that's actually part of why this is so powerful. So I read an article about why this is so powerful is that drug companies can't set a separate price. So, oh, that's great so hear. once Medicare, who's the biggest single bargaining power in the room negotiates a price it actually impacts everybody buying that drug. Yeah, good. So it's like, it's huge. And the idea, think think for a second about the purposeful obstructionism to progress that was put into place intentionally to make this not the case. Because it's, it's self-evidently yeah. powerful tool to keep drug prices down. The fact that we had to fight this hard to get it tells you how strong that lobby is and who's really working for who. Because this is self-evidently like useful. So it's, it's yeah. like a weird thing yeah. that we even had to like celebrate this. There's methane reduction incentives. There's a reinstatement of Superfund, which I, that ridiculous that got pulled out. This is a giant piece of legislation. This is over a trillion dollars in in spending and tax cuts and enforcement of bad actors. It's pretty fucking great, man. Like it's about fucking time. Yeah. I know we don't. Yeah. We did not get anywhere near. We didn't get half of what we should have gotten out of this. Yeah. And you're hundred percent right. But man, I didn't think we were going to get anything. Well, I'm happy that we got something. And like I said, it should uh, motivate us all to recognize that we either really, really want more. So we want to start at the grassroots level and try to get more. Or we're happy that we got something and we're going to move forward and keep moving forward. Now, as you remember, when we ran out of time yesterday, we were about to make that final judgment on 9372. I just got to read parts of this story. This story is crazy. This story comes from LGBTQ Nation. Christian camp director told to denounce his transgender son or lose his job. Fucking This yikes. is crazy. A Christian pastor was told that he and his wife had to denounce their transgender son, denounce their son, in order for him to keep his job at a, as a Christian camp director. Instead, he and his family packed up their shit and moved to New Zealand. Chris Kimmon got his dream job as an assistant director and then as director of the non-denominational camp in Pac West that both he and his wife, Lindsay, had attended as children. Lindsay started working as a midwife in the nearby town. Their son, Jay, who was assigned female at birth, had yet to come out as transgen transgender. He was a young evangelist trying to convert his friends at school. And then this story goes into telling the story of like this person realizing who they were, realizing that they were in fact a transgendered person and, you know, going through that, that very difficult process. Then the, then Jay came out as a lesbian as a teenager and his parents asked him to keep it quiet. Their jobs depended on their images as good Christians. You know what this will do to your dad's job, Lindsay recalls saying, we just needed to keep this quiet. There's no reason to be talking about sex or sexuality. 
She later regretted forcing her child into the closet, putting the pressure on the family's financial well-being on a child and forcing him to, to be someone that he wasn't. When he was 17, someone started outing him as transgender and he eventually came out to his parents. But by then, the community knew and churches in the area, some of whose, some of whose members had kids who attended the camp, were calling Chris in for hearings. They got their hackles up. We're saying, you can't be gay or trans and be a Christian, they said. If you're going to have gay people at your camp, we have to pull out. The whole point, the one of the greatest things about being gay is you don't have to pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I can't believe that they do this. I really genuinely can't believe that they would like. So awful. I mean, I I guess it makes sense, right? Like they like literally Christianity is just a method to control you. But man, how many, how many people throughout history have had their entire world turned upside down by some sort of church leader, but then sucked it up? Like, just leave, just go, just do something else. This guy got a job as this, but then eventually left. He eventually just said, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. This is literally his job. He's not. He's way more invested in it than just some random person who goes to that church. Yeah, man. And he was able to walk away from it. Man, when these people try to throw your life upside down, these people just need to say, fuck that and bounce. You know, I can't imagine... I can't imagine in the non-religious world a job. Think about any job you've had. If you if they had any if oh, any yeah. job you've yeah. ever had, if they said that you had to denounce someone that you loved, no, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here! I denounce this fucking place. You take a and shit right on the hood the of the fuck? boss's car on your way out the door. It's only because it's a church, right? So they're they're not just losing a job; they're losing their entire community, their friends, their family, like who they are and what a horrible fucking sort of Damocles to hold over someone's head. Right. For nothing, for nothing to like, cause, cause that's, I mean, that's really the danger is like, yeah, all right. You know, you can have your son or you can have every other piece of your life. And obviously yeah. you have to pick your son, but it sucks that anybody has to make that choice and they fucking know what they're doing. It's not just a job. You know, because yeah, it's your whole life. Yeah. yeah, it's it's stripping someone of who they are. It's all it's it's the entirety because it's the community around you. It's where you live. Very often is very motivated by who's in those churches. You know what I mean? Like those churches are local. You're in those churches. You're part of the community. You're part of the fucking barbecue and the rummage sales right. and all the stuff that happens. And they do have a, an amazing power over people. And it's so heartbreaking to watch them have to do this Sophie's choice yeah. all the time. And it's fucking, it's just heartbreaking. I don't, I mean, I got, I'm, I'm always saddened by this, but the one thing that I think people can feel good about is that, that I think for the most part, and I'm probably wrong here. Now I'm going to say it. I'm probably going to be wrong. The secular community seems pretty welcoming of the gay community and the trans community. Yeah, I think by and large, absolutely. By and by large, and large yeah. it seems. I, obviously, there's fucking fuck sticks everywhere. Yes. And, you know, you can't, since we're not a like technically a community that can like kick people out, anybody can say they're secular. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't right, stop yeah. them from being part of the community. You can just not ever have them at any of your events, which is what happens with any of these super duper bigot people. But, you know, for the most part, it's at least a welcoming community for most for most LGBT people. So, you know, there is a place for them. It's just that 
it's just that it sucks that not every place is for them. You know what I, I mean? Do. Like yeah. that they're that they're, it's, it's that ridiculous. they're thrown away in in a lot in large sections of society. They're just thrown away as non-people, yeah. and it's awful for nothing, for nothing that affects anyone that's not for you. existing, for, for existing. Yeah, you know, you like know? like that's for being who they are. Right. It literally has no impact on anyone that isn't them. You know. Like, like, no one's, like, making you have sex with gay dudes. Like, no one's, like, yeah. making you... It, like, there's no impact. That's the other thing that, like, is yeah. the most... It's the most none of your business fucking thing. Yeah, It is man. so none of your fucking business. So unless there's been a change in circumstance that warrants filing the motion out of time, say if the county up and moved overnight... This story comes from NBC News. Florida court says Tina's not mature enough to have an abortion. The 16-year-old may now be forced to have a baby even though she is parentless and has told the court that she's not ready. This is as bad as it sounds. This really What's is. What's easier? Having a baby you got to take care of forever or having an abortion? Like, which one requires more? I, I don't understand your logic, Seriously, man. Seriously, man. Like, you're not mature enough, so you have to be a parent? So <laughs> hey, so you're so immature, you baby? have to be a parent? What? What now? I, that's, I just let's you just want to be like, dude, out loud, like you yeah. hear you, you. Can you hear you say the and things? This is a ten week. This is a ten week pregnancy, man. This is a nothing. Yep. This is a fucking tiny little fucking snot. It's a bean. It's nothing. It's a pomegranate seed. Whatever you want to call yep. it. It's literally a nothing. This is what fucking one of those jackasses, that one guy, that Crowder guy, when the guy said, are you saying this is a human? Yes. And he said, yeah. And he said, that's a dolphin or whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. It's a fucking dolphin embryo. Yep. You would not be able to, if you put it in a lineup, people would not be able to pick it out of a lineup. You know, I saw this thing today, Tom, and it's these, these people posted, I guess Rogan had one of these anti-abortion guys on, the guy who runs the Babylon Bee. I don't know the guy's name. He's some jackass okay. who runs the Babylon Bee. And it's a dude who's trying to tell women how they need to fucking shut the fuck up and not get abortions. It's basically two dudes just arguing over how much, how women should have abortions. I guess Joe pushed back a couple times saying his, like his 14-year-old daughter shouldn't, shouldn't have to, you know, have a, a, a child that's conceived of a rape. And the guy's his response was basically like, well, when is it, when is that magic moment that it's a person? And I'm like, well, it's not at fucking conception, man. I yeah. would be, I would be the first to argue it's the same with Terry Shivo yep. that it yep. is with a baby. Show me fucking brain activity. And then we can start having some sort of conversation. The problem is, is by the time it gets to that point, no, no person wants to get, wants to get an abortion. They all have to get an abortion to save their life or cause the fucking thing is headless or whatever. Yep. It's never like, like they want to get an abortion when it's that late. It's only early on. They're, they're like, they're like, other methods have failed, and like, oh no, fucking, I gotta get an abortion. And then they're like, no, well, well, what if it's like a real actualized college student in there? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck out of here. Man, yep. Shut the fuck up. Know your role. Get back in your lane and shut your mouth. You're fucking talking about nothing. You're talking about a literal nothing. nothing. And and what you're saying is that potentiality has more rights than a real woman yep. a woman who's alive and an adult right now yeah it's it's so funny because like i've heard that like oh well, when's the magic moment it's like we can answer that you actually we actually can answer that question and it's at about seven months 
at about seven months, there begins to be detectable brainwave activity. And that is the line that we use for all other bodies that are in existence to decide whether or not something is alive or not. If I go outside yeah. and I get hit by a fucking car and I have no brainwave activity, they can cut my body open while the heart's still doing heart stuff in order to take the heart out. Yeah. And it ain't fucking yeah. murder because my ass is dead if I don't have brainwave activity. Yep. Like, yep. we already have established a standard for when life ends. And you just have to look at that lens backward to figure out when it begins. That's it. Like, it's not more comp. It doesn't need to be more complicated than that. The problem, though, is that they've been told this fucking fantastic lie that there's all, like, this slew of people out in the world that are like, it's eight months. Fuck this. I'm out. Uh -huh. Tap it right. out. Take yep. the baby out. You're like, there's nobody in not the a thing. world it's not a that thing. is like this. These are people who have had a fucking, they've had a baby shower. They've had a fucking, they've named the baby. Yep. They fucking painted a room. They have fucking all these things that they've done in preparation of baby yep. at that point. And if they have to have an abortion, fuck you for fucking climbing up their ass about yep, it. Yeah, man. You're, that is exactly, exactly, exactly right. The, the the people who have to have late term abortions, like this is this is a an infinitesimal percentage of the people, and there is never viability. It is yeah. not mom is doing yeah. great and the fucking baby is doing great, and we just have decided like yeah. fucking mulligan nah, okay. at, at month eight. Whatever, that's not happening. Nah. That's yeah. a story that people tell because it sounds like something that they want to be opposed to, and it's like. All right, great. Be opposed to that, I guess. Like, one, if it's none of your fucking business, maybe make it none of your fucking business. But if you want to be opposed to it, be opposed to it. But you're then not opposed to 99.9% .9 of the rest of the fucking abortions. So yeah. leave those yeah. the fuck alone, you monsters. Not yeah. mature enough, so she has to carry a fucking baby. I don't get, dude, I don't get this Does story not make at all. Any I just sense. literally don't get it. I literally don't get it. So this one dovetails. This is from Vice. Woman may be forced to give birth to a headless baby because of an abortion ban. This one comes out of Louisiana. And in Louisiana, um, there is a list of medical conditions. And if the um, fetus has any of these medical conditions, then, or if the mother is, 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 is super sick or whatever, then an abortion may be allowable by Louisiana law. But otherwise, abortion is pretty much impossible to get in Louisiana. Sure. Well, this fucking medical condition is fucking really rare that this goddamn fetus yeah. has, so it's not listed on the list. And also, a list like that is fucking problematic for about a hundred fucking reasons. But, like, the condition means this baby has something called acrania, meaning no fucking cranium. Man. No head. This woman is going to have to gestate and create a baby and then go into labor with all the dangers and pain and trauma yeah. in order to give birth to a fucking headless baby because of this monstrous shit. Dude, if that doesn't tell you that this law was specifically put in place to punish people with vaginas, yep. I don't know what is. I don't know what you look at to not see this as an absolute punishment against people with uteruses, period. Yep. That, that I, I, You can't look at this as some sort of correct stance on how we because we wouldn't dude if you're fucking if you like let's say you had a kid 
and your kid was driving down the road and they like they like fucking fell on the road and a fucking car clipped their noggin off. Right. You wouldn't take that kid to the hospital and be like, nope, sorry, we got to keep that that headless body on life support right. indefinitely forever because it was it's your kid and that's what has to happen. You wouldn't do that. Nope. You wouldn't do this with a fucking with with somebody who was brain dead. You wouldn't do this in a million other instances. They don't do this. They triage people that have that are already alive all the time. But we can't triage a fetus. We can't look at it. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, so please don't send me a message and be like, you're actually correct. In any case, <laughs> you're not looking at we're not we're not trying to make you're not allowed to make some sort of judgment about whether or not this is a viable like if it's not viable that should just be like yeah man it's fucking gonna die yep. sorry let's not just create something to so it can fucking experience ultimate pain before it dies can we just not do that can we stop it before the the mom has to like you say go through all this dangerous shit up to that point let's can we just be like yeah you know what it's actually a super easy procedure early on and we know early on Moving on, the end. The person can, you know, because there could be so many complications just because, why? Like, literally, why? And it's because you want to keep that person out of the workforce or punish them somehow. Yep. That's it. That's it. This is, this is, this is obviously, like, the state can never make a list. How fucking yeah. big brother-esque is this? Right. This decision is not between this woman and her doctor. Yep. The yep. state of fucking Louisiana is going to make a list of when it is acceptable for you to get medical care and when it's un yeah, unacceptable man. for you to get medical what? care. The state of fucking what? Louisiana, some fucking, you know where that comes from? From fucking lawmakers, not doctors. Yeah. Like, of course they're going to forget this fucking disease or that because they're going to turn around to their, uh, well, do, do we get them all? Is that all the ones? I mean, are they going to debate about like, well, that one, they, maybe there's like a 3% chance of Get the you're fuck right, out of here. You right. know what this is? Yeah. This is a fucking death panel. Yeah. Like, this is right. not any this different than a saying. fucking death panel. Yeah. This is what they were saying they were afraid of. Right. And there's a woman, there's a doctor on here that said, I looked at this list for 30 seconds and found, like, two of them that are missing already. Yeah. How can this be a possibly even be the list? It, like, the... If even if even if you were a horrible fucking person and the only thing that you were going to carve out, and again, you'd be horrible to do this, carve out is like non-viability. Yeah. Then the non-viability standard should just be like, does the doctor of this woman does this woman's doctor think this is non-viable? Yeah. Right. You know, is he willing to like sign this affidavit? Yep. Great. Sold. That's it. But when the state of Louisiana has to like specifically get involved. This is the kind of shit that happens. Some poor fucking human being has to go through the trauma of this experience, and there is nothing that anyone gains from this. Like, there's no social benefit from this at all. The only benefit is, like you said, Cecil, the benefit of this is to keep women in the fucking kitchen pregnant and less than. That's it. Yep. That's the, yep. That is the fucking out loud and everything goal. You will take our knowledge by osmosis. Out of time. So this story comes from Only Sky. Uh, this is just, this is great. This is like, haha. A Texas school district just banned the Bible. Oops. So in the school district in Texas, uh, they have a rule that says if parents object to a book, it gets pulled. So any parental objection to any book will cause that book to get pulled pending review. So parents are just like, all right, cool. I'm going to object to your shit. I'm going to object to the Bible. 
And so they have to pull it. Like, that's their rule. That problem with these fucking monolithic rules is you guys like a lot of terrible shit. Republic, yeah, the Bible's full of like rape and incest and fucking bestiality yeah, and fucking weird shit. It's great. What I what I love too, Tom, is that like somebody posted one of these Republicans posted and said it's starting already, and they posted this story as like as a proof that that they're pulling the Bible off the shelf. And someone like quote tweeted it and said, but 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 you did this. Like, like you did this. I don't understand. Like you were the one who wanted this. Like you were the one who did all this. Like nobody on the left was like, let's ban books. It's literally only ever been the Republicans who want to ban books or stop people from reading books, stop other people from reading books to other people. That's literally all they ever want to do. Like, I mean, God, look at yourself in the mirror for 10 seconds. You are the baddies, man. You're the bad ones. You're the bad people. Holy shit. This is what I hope more than anything. It's like, like if I were, I mean, truly, if, if I was in a school district like this, I would just, I would walk in that with a pen and paper. I'd write down every single book in the library and have them all pulled. Like, let's be as absurd as possible. Great. You know what? Let's let's make this as difficult and onerous. Yeah. And yeah. like, I'll, yeah, I'll have your Bible pulled. I'm going to have every single book in the entire library pulled, and I'll do it right. every year right. that this thing is on. Like, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just make this as, I will spend all of your time and all of your energy and all of your money yeah. going through this process. Because I've got nothing, like, why not? Why not? I think of my dad when I think of these things. Like, I remember, like, my dad is 74 and he's retired. And, like, he's bored and sometimes a little ornery. And, like, occasionally he'll tell me a story where, like, he'll, like, call Comcast and Comcast will, you know, give him the runaround. And my dad will be like, look, I don't know what you have to do today, but this is all I have to do today. I will spend all day on this with you. Like, if I was, like, someone like that, if I was, like, a little older, retired be like, this will be my hobby. My hobby will be using your stupid fucking law to fuck with you. Yeah, this is just malicious compliance. That's all it is. Yeah. What's happening? You got the latest man, Leon Phelps here. And I am looking at a half-empty bottle of Cavatier, which means that we are just about out of time. This story comes from God.Daily. Kaylee McEnany's sister to launch conservative dating app, The Right Stuff. Which first, <laughs> ew. God. Like... Yeah, right. Ew. Like if that Ew. doesn't conjure up gross. You're gonna where are you gonna get the stuff? <laughs> you're gonna put the stuff. It's so fucking butt stuff. It's <laughs> the right stuff. It is not butt stuff. It is They're not, not doing stuff. any fun stuff. They're not doing no, it. This definitely is definitely not. Definitely this not. This is lights off, missionary, yeah. she doesn't come. That's what it is. Like <laughs> that's that's what this, this is. is. This is one, two, okay, we're yeah. done. All right. <laughs> We're I just, done here. That's a smack on the ass, and you can go let's, get me a sandwich. Yeah, let's go do something else now. Yeah, this is just let's go on a Trump boat. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like this, this, these people started a sort of conservative uh, dating app because they were going out on dates and finding people like 
liked other humans and had empathy and they were like, fuck that. Where's another robot I could fuck. <laughs> and so then they, they searched for it. And the best part of the best part about this yep. was they were saying, you know, like, Oh, you go out on these, these left, these with the uh, dates with these leftists and it's all these bad dates. And Dan Savage's tweet so is good. you weren't enduring bad dates. You right wing shit bags. You were the yep. bad dates. <laughs> like it's so true, man. Imagine being so terrible that like when yeah. you try to engage the world romantically, it's like, man, nobody's interested in me. That's because yeah. your values yeah. are terrible. Right. Like your values right. are terrible. And McEnany basically says it. And Dan Savage's response is fucking brilliant. Right. But she says, we're sorry you've had to endure years of bad dates and wasted time with people who don't see the world our way, the right way. And it's like, look. What you've done is you've created like you're creating this because you recognize that your way of thinking makes you less marketable. That's that's the truth yeah. that you are inherently recognizing is like you're just an unpalatable, gross person and people don't want to fuck you. So you have to actually yeah. get in a smaller boat, right? You've got to get yeah. in a smaller fucking space because the rest of the world's like, ew, when they fucking look at you. That's it. It's and, so and, great. And this and is like the doing, fourth social right-leaning dating yeah, website. And they've yeah. all failed. They, well, this this one has an interesting take. They're going to do basically ladies' night. Yeah. They're going to allow ladies get automatically get deluxe. They automatically get the like plus, double plus extra special concierge treatment and men have to pay for it. So if you're a dude, because they know dudes are going to flock to this anyway, right? Especially Christian, especially like like conservative Christian guys, they're going to oh, flock to this in a second. If they're not already on Grinder, they're going to come to this one for sure. <laughs> they will already be on so, Grinder and still go to yeah. that one. But in any case, they're going to flock to this, and so that he she knows they're going to pay for it. This is another grift, is what this is. One hundred percent. This is a not a like I. I don't think that this is a thing that she's she's not like out there thinking. You know what I really want to do? I want to get people connected. No, she wants to fucking connect her fucking this app to her fucking bank, bank account, account yep. is what she wants to connect. <laughs> yep. You kidding yeah, me? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You're not at all wrong. This is like, and it's also funny that that they're using the sort of ladies' night model, right? Because other apps don't have to use that because they're just attractive to use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they, but they're yeah. recognizing like, all right, it's just going to be a fucking sausage party of fucking yeah. right wing dingbats. A if, bunch of dudes. Right. Duding it up. Just a bunch. Swiping right on dudes. It's just going to be a bunch of fucking truck nut dudes like trolling the yeah. same six girls. There's an army of bodies under this river. Criminals. People ran out of time. Out of friends. Time. Running out of time. And out of time. Time out. Where's the time? It's go time. Time's up. Next time. What's going on? Time is going out. What? Not enough time. Time for what? Go time, go, go where? Jesus, what is this all about? Time, money. We're leaving it on the table!
Okay, is this COVID related? And if it is, what do we do about it? No, but... Thanks for asking, because when you go to adamandeve.com and pick almost any one item, you'll get 50% off when you use code GLORY. And then A&E loads on the free stuff. Three free gifts. A gift for you, a gift for them, and the gift you'll both enjoy. Six free spicy movies and free shipping. Remember, that's code GLORY, adamandeve.com. It sounds like the right time in your right place. Okay, okay. Uh, are you feeling better, Ian? I feel great. So no longer on that diatribe? I have no idea what you're referring to. The whole existential time crisis. Sounds like a fun video game. Okay, okay. Just want to make sure you're good. <laughs> I'll be good when everyone goes to adamandeve.com and uses Goat Glory because savings and money and fun and pastime and fucking and good and sex and fun and fun. Okay, maybe you should take some time off, Ian. This story comes from Business Insider. If Trump is convicted for violating the Espionage Act and two other federal laws, he could face up to 33 years in prison, legal experts say. So this is related to the seizure by the FBI in a raid of Mar-a-Lago, the seizure of top-secret documents that Trump stole because he had no right to take them uh, from the White House and that today, by the way, I, I don't know if you saw this, but I saw just like not yeah, that the long affidavit. ago. Yeah, that affidavit, yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. So the federal judge ordered um, basically the government on Thursday to um, propose redactions to the affidavit. Um, so that, that happened today. They were, they were there. It looks like it's going to come out, but it's going to have redactions in it. Okay. And so I did see that one of his lawyers today came out and said, well, yeah, he had the documents, but they were kept very securely in a room with a lock on it. And only a few people had the key. And it's like, <laughs> no, man, some of these documents were top secret documents. A fucking yeah. pad. They were in a room full of boxes with a fucking. You can see a picture of it with just like a Joe Hardware store padlock on the door, in a room Cecil adjacent to the pool at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, yeah, man. And like you know, China doesn't have bolt cutters. In, yeah. Well, I don't know what's in these doc, these secret documents, and nobody else does either, right? Like, we don't know exactly what's in, we shouldn't, because they're secret right. documents. So we don't know what's in them. There's been a lot of speculation over the last couple of weeks over what could be in there, how fucked he could be. This could be, you know, nuclear codes or something. People have been talking about nuclear secrets, locational weapons. They've been talking about all kinds of other things. We just don't know what's in there. I have not seen any credible news source Right. out there say these are this is this is sort of exactly the material that's in there there's nobody who's willing to say that because we just don't know we know the classifications of things but that's as far as it goes so we we don't know exactly but we do know that he took a bunch of stuff that he shouldn't have had and he had it for a very long time and you know, there's nothing that says that some of these, you know, that that he couldn't have had some of this stuff 
that might have been a you know an enticement for other governments to even want to want to have. You know, yep. you don't know that. You can't be sure of that. What we do know is that is that they came and they got this stuff, and it was a big enough deal to walk into Mar-a-Lago, and they had to get tipped off exactly to where it was. So this is like a big deal that they that they showed up. I still am not sure anything's really going to happen from this, but I am happy that that this is sort of still percolating in the news because it, so far every single time he's tried to push and say, "Well, why don't you do this?" and they're like, "Okay, we'll right. do it." Yeah, sure. I'm kind of anxious to see this redacted redacted affidavit because. I want to see what he has to say. Like, what do you have to say after it's been? Because I, I have no confidence whatsoever this is going to be egg on the face of the FBI. They don't. There's no way that Merrick Garland, who has been extraordinarily careful yep. in everything he's done, is going to do something so fucking sloppy as to make it look like they're just fucking a bunch of amateurs. I guarantee that's not the case. Yep. I guarantee. I it. totally agree. I totally agree. Also, like, you've got to wonder because, like. He took a bunch of shit and they took a bunch of shit back and he signed off. They signed off saying, that's all the shit we took. And they kept this shit and they knew they kept this shit because they kept this shit locked away. So like, yeah. why did no, he want right. it? You're right. What was he why saving it for? It? Yeah. Like you, one, you just, you don't get to have this shit. And I like, I will never, ever, ever listen to another fucking butthurt emails person again in my life. Not that no, I ever did not in the again. beginning. Not again. But like. Fuck you. This is from, I mean, top secret shit is top secret shit. And they keep trying to play this like five different ways, right? They keep trying to say like crazy, stupid shit like, oh, well, you know, he could have declassified it. And then I saw something like, oh, he has a standing order to declassify anything that he had. Yeah. That's not how it works. Everybody said that's bullshit. Everybody said it's bullshit yeah. anyway. That's not like, how any like of this been works. Like 12 people have already come out and said, no, that's not true. Yeah. That's literally not true. That's not what he said when he was in office. That's not, and it's also not how you, you can't even do that. Yeah, this is not, that's not different than like Michael Scott just being like, I declare bankruptcy. Yeah. This is, this is pulling fucking something out of the hat and, until it's not a practice, yes, Tom. Exactly that's essentially right. what it is. It's just bullshit. It's a lie. He's a liar. He's been a liar since the beginning. You can never trust anything he says or any of his anybody who works for him says. He's been nothing but a liar. And he's an absolute, I mean, like literal thief, man. Yep. He's a literal thief of government documents. He is an absolute thief. If you think anything of this guy, I can't imagine you thinking this is okay. That this no. is because I'll tell you what, make it Obama. Yeah, right. Yeah, make it Obama. That's all Flip you the have fucking to say. script and yep. make it Obama, yep. and tell me how fucking happy you'd be if they busted into Obama's place and they said, "Hey, man, you kept a bunch of secret fucking documents." Yep. Yeah, man, you kept shit that's top secret, classified shit. You can't have this shit. Some of the shit that they're talking about now. Again, we don't know exactly yeah, what they've know. taken, we don't know. but like yeah. there are levels of top secret where. You can, it's not just that like I can't read it. It's that I can only read it in a room that is purpose built for reading top secret documents. There, yeah, and then there's stuff that's like it's only printed. It's not anywhere else. Right. So yeah, you know, and again, you got to wonder why he lied about it. Why he wanted to take it in the first place? What was he gonna fucking do with it? Like none of this. There's no non evil explanation for this. You can't even chalk this up to incompetence. You can't. You can't because they yeah. already signed off months ago saying, all right, that's all that we've got when they expressly knew they had this. 
There's no way he's that big a fucking idiot that thinks that this is non, uh, not a big deal. No. I think you're absolutely right. There's, there are literally, I can't think of any positive thing. You're right. It's only malicious things that he could have this for. Right. I think, That's yeah. It. I mean, like, I'm just speculating and I don't believe this is true. I simply wonder if this is true. So I want to make that distinction to not get a fucking email about it. But, like, I do have to wonder, like, was he trying to sell this shit to, like, Russia or China? He's, I mean, like... Or Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Like, what, what, what was he trying to do with this? It's not nothing. The answer is not nothing. This was not souvenir shit. You don't yeah. take this shit. You don't sign off. You don't lie. You don't lock it up. If it's yeah. a souvenir, man. They came back and took yeah. all his souvenirs. And he's like, oopsie, yeah. my bad on the souvenirs. Yeah, yeah. And this is totally different. You're right. It's this is, and this is not anything. And I want to mention too, like the article mentions that these things have like like colorations on them that are of dangerous flowers that you shouldn't go near. You know what I mean? Like, like they're like poisonous snake colored envelopes that you just know for sure you should not pick up. They right. have like red or orange or yellow or bright green or whatever. And they, these are not things you mistake for something else. They are specifically purpose-made so that doesn't happen. happen. Yep. So let's thank our patrons. Of course, I'd like to thank all our patrons. I'd like to thank our newest patrons, Mr. Bitey the Honey Badger, John <laughs> and Charles. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Um, we pay two salaries. Uh, overpay two salaries. Sorry, I, meant to, I misspoke. Um, to uh, to two very sometimes very dedicated people. So we want to thank you guys for doing that. Um, and and uh, the. Uh, without that support, this would be impossible. So we definitely want to thank you. This upcoming weekend, Tom and I are going to be recording uh, the next installment of our Rise of the Warrior Cop series. I think we're going to be finishing the book. Uh, the people uh, that are patrons will be getting that second version of that, or the second piece of that. It's going to drop sometime this week for them. So we want to, if you're interested in listening to our analysis of Rise of the Warrior Cop by Radley Belko, we already did part one last month and become a patron. Uh, we become, we were doing part two this month for patrons. So our analysis and our discussion about the topics in that book, we had a really interesting discussion the first time, first a half of that book. We're going to finish that book out this weekend and then we're going to, we're going to move on to the next book. So if you're a patron and you want to get in on that action and talk about what we should do next, we're going to be sort of quizzing the patrons very soon to figure that out. Um, this is all for people who help fund the show. So if you want to be part of that, uh, you can become part a patron on a per episode basis. All you have to do is go to dissonancepod.com or you can go to patreon.com slash dissonancepod and you can join in on the fun. Uh, we are going to skip email this week. Tom and I, uh, we wound up skipping a day. We mentioned that earlier. And so we're running a little late tonight. So we want to, we want to jump out and, uh, finish tonight. So we want to, we're going to skip the email. We'll get to it next week. We promise, um, this upcoming week, Monday through Friday, I'll be streaming on Twitch. Uh, the, the Twitch schedule is up so you can go find it on Twitch. You can see where it's at. It tells you what day I'll be streaming path of exile. I did it tonight and I'll be doing it all next week. So come check it out. If you want to come hang out, um, I wear a crown of thorns and I, I 
tell, I, if you want to talk to me like I'm Jesus, I'm more than happy to do that. I have, I'm having a good time and people seem to enjoy it. So if you're interested in Twitch streaming, game streaming, you can come hang out with me. Tom and I should be back next week. We missed our Thursday live stream, but we will be back this upcoming week for a Thursday Absolutely. live stream. So come hang out with us on Thursday night. That's it. That's at Twitch as well as YouTube and Facebook. We every Thursday we try to go live. This last week we just couldn't. Um, it was it was late notice to some people. We're sorry that it was late notice. Um, we tried to get the word out as soon as we heard. Uh, but but we are we we try to go live every Thursday. So come join us 9 p.m. Central. All right, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.